I'm TV's Wayne Grayson, and I implore you to show me your news. Show me your news. And now, from the Super Smash Brothers capital of the world, SmashNexus.net proudly presents Show Me Your News. Welcome to Show Me Your News, episode 54. Happy New Year. It's 2010. 2010, I believe, is the, uh, the grammatical way to say it, I believe. And uh, so we're glad that you're out here uh, listening on iTunes, which that's back up. We'll talk some more about that. But first, before we you know, get it all going, I'd like to introduce the Buzzsaw coming back to the podcast. It's almost been a year since he's been on, and... He's done a lot of crazy things in the time that he's been gone, and uh, welcome back to the show, man. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, it has been a long time. I can't even remember the last episode I did. I it's think you did the Brawliversary. Uh, no, yeah, I did. We, yeah. we reviewed, we went, then we'd go back and we talked about all the characters and how they turned out. That's yeah, right. like one year after, that and that was a crazy long episode, and we had to split it into two parts. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um... But and yeah, Sonic's I'm still bad. No, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of you know suffering a, a stuffy nose, so if I don't sound you know totally up to snuff, that's my John. That's my excuse. Um, so yeah, so let's see what we're talking about today. Uh, in our little introduction, we're gonna you know just talk about the new year and you know maybe just yeah, hopes and plans for it. We're gonna. It's either 2010, 2010. We had the 90s. Oh, 10. And what, what do you call the 2000s? And what are we going to call this decade? I think the 2000s people call it the Knots. No, oh, that's right. I've heard yeah. that. I don't like that name. It, it is a weird name. 90s, then, are, no. like 90s, 80s decades like that is just so perfect. Yeah. Now we're going to yeah, be we have like the 10s. Huh. And then I guess we'll be back to the 20s. Oh, you're right. Cyberlink in the Stickham chat says the Aughts. Man, uh, that, that's, uh, the that's, that is right. So, yeah, the 2000 nothings. I'm just going to blame it on my stuffy nose saying Knots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard some people call it the the millennial or something yeah. like that, like the dec- millennial decade or something. But that'd be like, special. that's VH1 saying, you know, I love the new millennium. Yeah, oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, whatever you call it, yeah, we're moving into a new age of gaming. Indeed, so. indeed. We'll barely, you know, we'll touch a little bit on the new year, and we'll go over the big website changes that we've had for Show Me Your News. We're, we're getting to be pretty legit thanks to the buzzsaw. What the website changed? No one told oh, me. What? This, oh, this, is, this is big news. Um, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we'll go over quickly what we're playing. We're playing some pretty interesting games, so we'll talk about that. Then we'll go mm. into the gaming news of the past few weeks since we've had a little bit of break for our holiday season. Some interesting mm. topics like Project Needle Mouse, Zelda Wii, Mega Man 10. A favorite game of ours is being discontinued, and a uh, quite the mm. video services coming to Gosh, our favorite Nintendo, Nintendo console. But it might be a little late, and we'll talk about that. Then our big hot topics for today. We're going to, you know, we've had a little project on our Show Me News forums where we've been, you know, going over how accurate we were in the uh, the pre-hype days of Brawl, because those were some good times, you know. Yeah. Nothing was up, everything was up in the air. And, you know, we're going to see, like, you know, some of the predictions we made or statements we made, if they really panned out, whether if it was our fault or Masahiro Sakurai's fault. And then Buzz <laughs> will talk about his pet project, Zero 2D, which... I hear it is coming along splendidly, and 
everyone should be really excited for it. Then we'll do some mail time, wrap of the show. Should be a good time. Yeehaw! Indeed. So <laughs> it is 2010, 2010, 010. Um, how was your, your New Year's celebration? It was fantastic. I got absolutely nothing I wanted to get done, get done. <laughs> I kept telling, I promised my Zero2D community even, I was like, once school's over, I'm going to be a coding madman. I'm going to be a coding, and, you know, by and large, that was true compared to what, how much I was coding before. But, yeah, I got hooked in Christmas, then in New Year's, then in-laws came to visit, and then this, and then that, and, yeah, I didn't really do that much. <laughs> Important. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. I mean, I'm glad to have a break and be done with school, and I'm, I'm done till April, so... And you also have a, a sugar saw that's just keeping on growing. Yep, I do. She's behind me. She's on the floor. She's playing with her blocks. I don't know how many of you saw the Show Me Your News blocks I posted a while back. That but was amazing. <laughs> I was attempted to claim, like, she did that herself. She's a fan. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's almost walking. She's able to stand and hold on to things. But she refuses to take those steps. Stubborn little girl. And she's just over a year old. She's a, a wee baby. Yeah, she is. Born on the day of the Wii. and so cool. I'm very proud of her, because whenever we play Wii games, she comes and takes my Wii remote, and it's so cute. Aww. Aww. <laughs> it's so like, and then she puts it in her mouth. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of gross, but kind of cute. So, <laughs> so we, over uh, New Year's, we did a lot of website changes, both of us, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, going through all the episodes, I listened through all the episodes, did you know, ID tagging for all of them, summaries for going back on iTunes, it is and finally back on iTunes. The podcast is back. After all our MLG struggles, Major League Gaming, we don't miss you at all. You just slowed <laughs> us down big time. And we got a domain. And we I'll just say it domain. again. We have showmeyournews.com. We're still making some move of the forum and whatnot over to the new site, but it's legit, folks. And we also it's need a homepage that's, you know... Not just uh, the files and all that. Right. So right now, you know, showmeyournews.com slash podcast, uh, you know, shows you the, the blog, the RSS feed where we're posting all our episodes, where you can download them and you can, you know, subscribe to the feed. You'd have to, you know, go to iTunes and search Show Me Your News for, to actually, you know, subscribe there. And he's, it's even got a little link to our Twitter site. It's got a mm-hmm. little blue tweet. <laughs> it's got a massive link. To actually, to be correct, yeah, <laughs> a giant blue bird on the front page, and yes, a little sign. Different. Follow me. Yes, it's a it's a really really great setup, and it looks really nice. And it's you know only going to develop from there. And so we're yep, getting I'm more working, legit with ShowMeYourNews.com. I'm working on a new homepage, the new landing page for the actual ShowMeYourNews.com to uh-huh. get it give it the full round finished product, and then I'll move the forums over, and then it'll be. A real community, so yeah, heck yes. So this is just proof I'm the biggest fan, and none of you can deny it. <laughs> this is true. Not even uh, people uh, who can recite trivia facts about the show that even they, the hosts they come have in a gotten. close second. But as a as a primary financier of Show Me Your News, I'm the best fan. So true well, that, and I, I can't thank you enough for you know doing all of that. I know it's it was a, a collaborative e- effort, but you know, you did a lot of the, the web work that I would have no idea how to do. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I, I really do enjoy it, so Sweet. let's keep on keep on moving. Keep on trucking. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Thanks, right. Gary. 
So, what are you playing, Buzz? What am I playing? Oh my goodness. I'm playing Borderlands, and that's pretty much where it ends. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just kidding. I have a pl- I'm playing a few games, but Borderlands is the big one. Borderlands is the first game in a long time that I purchased without recommendation. I wow. saw videos, I saw reviews, and I was like, this looks pretty cool. I hate first-person shooters with a passion, but for some reason this looks really cool. And hey, you said a, you didn't, you know, you said you didn't get it on, uh, you know, advice from some, but like you watched right. a review. That's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very, you know, sensitive. I'm very sensitive with my money. You know, I'm, I'm can't. I don't buy games at full price anymore, and I don't buy a game unless I have like ten friends say it's amazing. You need to play it, or at least I play it myself. Uh-huh. But Borderlands was just that exception. It just, I, I looked at it and I thought this looks pretty cool, and I got it, and I love it. And then Sugar started playing it, and she loves it. And so we play LAN party, like, all the time. And we nice. both play together, and we're both leveling our characters up. And it is, like, awesome. Get Borderlands. If you don't have Borderlands, get Borderlands. I, I got tried to recommend it to my brother, and he was just like, meh. Yeah, yeah. It, and which is I weird, I get, because, like, he loves Mass Effect. And I thought, like, you know, it's a different blend of, you know, first-person shooter and RPG. Yeah. But, like, it's... Looks like it's done just incredibly well, and just like the cell shading and. Well, and another reason I like it again, like I said, I I hate first person shooters. That I don't do well in them. I don't enjoy them. In fact, when I play the faster ones, the the deathmatch ones like Quake and Unreal stuff, I get a headache. They're too fast for me. Uh huh. Um, and I I'm literal about the headache. Last time I tried playing it, I got <laughs> I I had to go take some bear or something. But, um. But Borderlands is slower. It's role-playing based, not so much speed and you know crazy running around, that kind of thing. And I like it a lot. It's a really fun game, and it's a role-playing game, so you have level ups and experience and loot and all that stuff, and that's kind of good. So interesting. Yeah. So um, get the yeah. uh, the show me your news plug. Go check out Borderlands for the uh, Xbox 360 and PC. Um, and on on the side. Um, over the Steam holiday sale, which was fantastic, mind you, I picked up Assassin's Creed, the first one, for five oh, bucks. Yeah. So I'm playing that, too. I started playing that game, and, like, once it just got to, like, the first battle, I was like, uh, I don't know. So, I mean, again, it's, yeah. it's sitting at home, so I don't really have much access to it. That's I why I'm glad I, I bought it for five bucks and not for 60 or whatever it was right, when it was right. new. Um, I agree. It's, it's an acquired taste. It's definitely different, and I appreciate that they're being different, but... I'm glad I got it for five bucks. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I did pick up the uh, PlayStation 2 like I had talked about with Panda last episode. Um, it, but that has bad graphics, and bad graphics make bad games. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. Did, There's another topic. We'll address that. But. Yeah, did you know? Did you like, have you ever seen like the slim PS2? Yeah. It's, it's absurdly small. You could like hide that in your bookshelf among the books, and like no one would know it's there. <laughs> I was something. like playing like, it for a little bit at home, and my parents, you know, come in. It's like, so like, where's the console? It's like right yeah. there, and they're just like, that's it. It's like, yeah, that's... you could snap that in half, man. It's just your hands. <laughs> you really could. It's, it's really small. I, I have a friend who has one, and they're amazingly small. Yeah, but uh, see, I got it because you know, I had DBZ Budokai and the Metal Gear Solid trilogy just sitting around because like you know roommates had you know, PS2s or PS3s that could play PS2 games, and we just didn't anymore, and so they were titles that were just going to waste, so, you know, I got it, and I'm also going to be going through the classics I picked up in a pretty amazing sale that if you follow me on Facebook or whatever, 
for $50, I got, let's see, um, Final Fantasy X, I got Kingdom Hearts, and Grand Theft Auto 3, and God of War, all for 50 bucks used. That's awesome. Did you get the, is it the God of War 2-pack, or, oh no, that one's for PS3. Yeah, that's for I'm PS3, sorry. and that's, that's, PS3, yeah, four, that's I think it's 40 bucks as a 2-pack. Mm. But like, I, I figured, you know, I'd, I'd get like the sequels, you know, like Kingdom Hearts 2, God of War 2, if I enjoyed those games, and I wanted to get Shadow of the Colossus too, but GameStop didn't have it. Oh. Tier, tier. And I feel very I left I, out of the Kingdom Hearts franchise. I've heard only good things about it. I've seen it played, and I still haven't played it. And I, I really did want to check out Persona as well, but that's like another game that, you know, it's not that common for GameStop to have. So, you know, when I have more money coming in, it might just be worth a purchase over Amazon or whatever. But yeah, so I you know went through Budokai, you know, and remade the save file over break. That game's pretty easy. And, that game's um, over nine thousand. It's, it's over nine thousand. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'm going through Kingdom Hearts now. That's what I am playing. And yeah, the game is something. Um, I know Kingdom Hearts two people revel that game as one of the best sequels of all time. Mm. Um. Because I apparently like they just you know make so many advancements and yeah like the original Kingdom Hearts, it's made in, like I think in two thousand two, and it is kind of a little lacking. The idea is fantastic. I mean, it's being a, a big Disney fan like I am, it's it's pretty cool to see you know that kind of blend. Which but, one has a uh, Cloud and Sephiroth? Um, I think both of them do, but definitely this one does. Yeah, already that, I had a roommate. Cl- who yeah, already encountered Hearts. Cloud in the. Uh, the Hercules world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I had a roommate who played the game all the time, and I was like, it has Cloud and Sephiroth? Awesome! Uh-huh. Yeah, Cloud was under control of Hades, and then when, like, you know, stuff happened, it was just like, he was like, I'm trying to find the light. You know, there's, <laughs> so, there's so much darkness within. It's like, oh my god. Be more <laughs> emo, Cloud. Be more emo. You and your badass sword. But, uh, but no, it's... I like the idea of it, and it's you know a pretty interesting take on the whole JRPG kind of thing. But um, there are just some flaws with the game. I really do not like its platforming. It really tries to do platforming, but it just does not handle it that well. Uh-huh. And I've had you know, it, oh here's another thing. I think my biggest gripe with Kingdom Hearts is that it's the most unnecessarily cryptic game I've ever. <laughs> ever played <laughs> it, it's, it tries to like you know be all you know cryptic with like it's it's story and all that and just you know it's thematic elements but then when you're just like kind of stranded at moments like what do I do I spent for those of you that have played it I spent five hours clearing the first section which is Alice in Wonderland because I was going trying to like jump over all these leaves and all that, like, the annoying platforming elements and all that, and then there's, like, the bizarre room that you have to go in and change things and move things, and then I realized, like, oh, I just had to go in this room that it's really dark and shadowy, and that would, you know, you'll see, like, the Mad Hatter, and that would, like, you see the Cheshire Cat that moves the plot along so you can go to the boss battle. Like, I did so much stuff that I did not have to do, and it's like that, (laughs) if it was more straightforward... I'd be okay with it. But, like, you know, the idea of it is pretty interesting. The battle mechanics are different with its lock-on and, you know, attack. And, like, the voice acting's okay. I mean, it's... Overall, I have a positive opinion 
of Kingdom Hearts, except when you go to like the different worlds, Buzz, you have like mm-hmm. you're in a gummy ship. It's called. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like a bad version of Star Fox sixty four and a good version of Star Fox for the Super Nintendo. And like instead of like you know loading screens or anything like that, you actually go through you know these little space things and shoot things and collect things and all that. Yeah. And it it takes like two or three minutes to go between different worlds, and that's kind of annoying because it's like yeah, I just want to go and explore before. things. Oh man! I mean, it's it's a good game. I just have you know some issues with with it. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, totally that's what I'm playing. Yeah. I've had I've had similar problems in Borderlands because I was too stubborn to read the mission and actually read what I'm supposed to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you spend like eight hours trying to accomplish it, and like, why isn't it working? Oh, pull the switch. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be moving along now. <laughs> do do do. <laughs> you know, it happens, happens to the best of us. I totally hear you on that. But yeah, I need to play Kingdom Hearts. I feel so culturally inadequate, culturally uneducated in gaming. Yeah, I mean, it's it's worth the experience, I guess. So I got, I need to get a PS2 because it was great. Yeah, that's that was like the reason I got it. Like you gotta you gotta play the classics. You gotta mm-hmm. gotta catch up. So you know, see... And since you mentioned it, God of War also oh, that yeah. game is brutally gory. But it like looks amazing, so. But brutally amazing. Yes. <laughs> so going to the uh, the gaming news, Project Needle Mouse is the uh, the code name for basically you know Sega wants to reinvent uh, you know Sonic the Hedgehog, and they think they're going to do so by you know finally bringing strictly 2D platforming roots back. I think it's for the Wii. Um, but recently they had a teaser image of, you know, characters that would be playable. And, um, so they did, you know, these trivia questions, and I'm, oh, jeez, I'm trying to pull up the image right now. And I'm, I'm going to be slow at doing so. But, like, they had all these different characters that it'd be like, you know, these are, you know, we're going to tease you with all these different characters, and if you get these, uh, if you get these right, um, we'll cross them off. And it's like, it was this big ploy... And, um, oh, I got fans correcting me that, you know, it might be a downloadable title. Mm. But, I, I don't know. Anyway, they haven't really said that much about it, so it's really just speculation. Anyway, they have all these characters, you answer trivia questions and they scratch them off, and it turns out that, in the end, over five days, Sonic's going to be the only playable character. Hmm. Uh, it, uh, it was just, why are you doing this? I, I mean, even, like, <laughs> a, a countdown of, you know, until, like, we reveal it would be more helpful than just saying, we're going to tease you with something, but, uh, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's any saving of Sonic. That's just my opinion, but... I mean, but, you know, I'm <laughs> really looking forward to seeing how they attempt to, because, you know, Sonic 2D games, that's where it's at, man. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that that's what got people to like him. He was, like, Sega's big rival to Mario, in, in essence, back then, and... They did it by making it this little hedgehog who could run ridiculously fast. And uh-huh. if your mother was in the room while you're playing the game, they're like, what are you playing? Because the screen's just whipping everywhere mm-hmm. as you're running up ramps and up around loop-de-loops. I mean, I think I'm on that, speed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what Sonic was. And, and those are the games I like to play. I have the Sonic... We have Sonic, what, 1 and 2? Yeah. Or 3, but, even? Yeah, on a virtual console. Like, we do like the, the original originals, but... Yeah. 
just the new well, when they went 3D, they just did it all wrong. <laughs> I was talking with fans before the show on stickham.com slash SMYN, and I was saying that like I think the Sonic and the Black Knight is up there as one of my least favorite games of all time. <laughs> you know, it's along up with there. along with uh, Ice Climber because it's just so bad. <laughs> It really well, and you know what kills me. I mean, I, I'm speaking from the perspective of a game designer. It's like I have good ideas, and no one will fund me. How do these bad ideas get so much money? Seriously, <laughs> it's like, well, who secured? You know, who, I don't know, probably several million to do all the art and all the work. And it's like it was a bad idea from the beginning. Why? <laughs> Why did you do it? But those big meanies. Oh. But yeah, so that's that's what uh, Project Needle Mouse, and then um, we also talked. Well, not we, um, you know, Zelda Wii is going to be a big game at the uh, coming near the end of the year, and mm-hmm. oh, they better not delay it. Um, well, that's why they're saying the whole "when it's perfect, it'll be right. out" thing is they're trying to switch gears because they delayed uh, Twilight Princess too many times. They did. I, I think I think Twilight Princess actually would have been. Like would have had better uh, reception if they would have released it more on time and only on the GameCube, and left a separate Zelda for Wii. And that makes and, sense. Yeah, that was why it was on the GameCube and it was got delayed so on. They're like, oh, we'll just make it a launch title for Wii as well. Well, and they did that because they had no other launch titles for Wii. They needed something to sell the Wii, mm-hmm. and so they decided to delay the GameCube by a month and do the Wii one first. Yeah. And so from from a business perspective, I see why they did it, and I can't really fault them for that, but. As a result, you know, Twilight Princess was not as good as it hyped up to be, and that's yeah. the, that's the unfortunate truth. So this time they're kind of they're trying to clean up after themselves and say, you know what, it's done when it's done, and we want it to be an amazing game. So, yeah. Although those two delays for Brawl, those yeah. are the, those are the most painful delays of all time. Those ones had release dates. I know. I mean, like, from from Nintendo even actual dates. Yeah. Like, uh, it'll be out on December 3rd. No, it won't. Not next year. Not <laughs> next spring. <laughs> good times, but not so good times. Yeah, Reggie has a little quote. But on no, December so- 3rd. Oh, jeez. And then it was February, February 10th. 10th. Yeah. And then March 9th. Jerks. Those jerk faces. But yeah, now Zelda Wii is going to be an important game that will be, you know, bringing up a lot more once we get more information on Show Me Your News, because who doesn't love Zelda games? They're, they're amazing. I, I don't know. I, I, I always joke with myself that uh, I'm going to raise my daughter on Zelda and Link and not Prince Charming and insert Disney princess here. Exactly. Because Link is just that much cooler, and Link could whip any Prince Charming's butt hands down. Sorry, people, but it's true. Hell yes. <laughs> But oh, yeah, man. so they they said that it was, you know, should be out by the end of the year, and then Reggie's like, well, we want it to be perfect, and blah, blah, blah. So, then also they uh, announced well, Mega Man 10. Mega Man 10. I still don't have number 9. I'm evil. I mean, I have it, but I'm just so terrible at Mega Man games. But, like, this, well, is, this is the right move. Like, you want this to be a follow-up game, and... You know, none of like the 3D stuff, 2D. Roots. Yeah, that was that was like the big appeal of Mega Man Nine, and it well, worked perfectly. Well, and I think more game companies, <coughs> Sega, 
need to appreciate that and need to understand that that you know they think what made their game great was all their art and only their art and uh-huh. it's like no it was the game we love the game and so Mega Man did it perfectly they're like you know what they love the old ones people still emulate the classics let's just make another one okay and yeah, the only Salt problem like, with like those kind of games is like you just worry about like the naivety of you know newer games, and it's just like, oh well, it looks bad, therefore it must be bad. <laughs> oh man, um, I, I'm I'm saving my argument on that issue for uh, a couple topics down. So yeah, but um, <laughs> but no, it's it's true. It is kind of a scary thing to do. In fact, I I read an article recently. I wish I would have bookmarked it that talked about. Um, like they call it like the dark ages of gaming, and basically when 3D first kind of came about, um, un- unbeknownst to the public, a lot of publishers and game companies actually made it a rule that they will not fund any games that are not 3D. Oh, interesting! Like just just a blanket sweep. Like if it's not 3D, we'll not fund it. 3D is the future of gaming, and we will not fund any games. And so there was this period of time, you'll, you'll probably remember the time of like Frogger 3D and all these classic games remade in 3D. Like, and when you look at the actual game itself, they were terrible. Like the, the 3D was just there just to say, ooh, look, it's 3D. And we're kind of coming, coming back to a day when 2D is being respected again. I mean, there's 2D games coming out on the major consoles. There's tons of downloadable games that are 2D. And people are starting to understand that, okay, 2D is not so bad. You know, there's still really fun games that are 2D. Well, now as we even as we enter 2010, 3D takes on a whole meaning. It's mm-hmm. not just you know three dimensional you know gameplay on a 2D screen. It's going to be three dimensional. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm ho- personally I'm hoping for. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the 3D glasses thing. I I want head tracking. I think head tracking is the most beautiful technology because yeah. that is what makes 3D look 3D. Is when you move your head around and you can see. The, the various perspective and so mm-hmm. plus like games already have that you know immersion built into them so mm-hmm, yeah but that's I love the uh, what's the guy's name I feel so racist right now <laughs> the Asian guy who does uh, <laughs> the Wii head tracking demo oh 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 I know who you're talking about too and I can't remember his name ah uh, he's so famous and I can't remember his name yeah. but anyway <laughs> he um, does all like the tutorials for you know the yeah, the weird yeah. mode, the head tracking, all that. When I saw his demo, I I freaked. I was like, that is the future of 3D gaming, where you can move your head and the object shifts so it looks like it's a 3D object. Like, it has real depth. It's not a flat image. Yeah. So, anyway. It was really, really impressive. But yeah, and Mega Man 10 coming back with, you know, new bosses like Sheet <laughs> Man and Blade Man and Pump Man. And it's probably insanely hard. Actually... The uh, one of the main differences is that they have actually added an easy mode. Oh, Ooh, so easy pe- mode. people were complaining that you know it was too hard last time. That was like a really good thing, but for those to make it more accessible, I guess they're adding an easy one. So now there's impossible and possible modes. <laughs> easy, normal, and hard, probably. Oh, having three, yeah. maybe. No. <laughs> and super I just, deadly. <laughs> I still think it's impossible and possible. Because when you, oh man, when you play those games, it's just stupid how much they throw at you. Yeah. I mean, that, that's half the fun. That's what I love about the game. But you're just like, there's no way to dodge this. It's redonkulous. <laughs> well, that's why they. That's why you have health. Yeah. You you have to pick, pick take your hits wisely. So. 
And they're also apparently uh, releasing Mega Man Zero Collection for the Nintendo DS. You know, for those Mega- people, it's like a you know, collection of games. And so, big, big Mega Man news from Capcom, and so those people should be very excited. Now, I made Buzz pretty sad when he, mm-hmm. when he found out about this next news. So, people remember the Metroid Prime trilogy that came out in, uh, I want to say it was August, late yeah. August. August. And it was, you know, in a metal box, and they said it was a collector's edition. And, you know, I those words used to have weight back in the day, but they don't really anymore. And so when, uh, you know, the news kind of trickled down the lines, not in a big announcement or anyway, but, you know, Nintendo kind of confirmed that they have discontinued, you know, they have stopped making Metroid Prime Trilogy for the Wii. It's very, very disheartening. When they, what, do they, do they have a date when they discontinued it? I don't think, like, they have a, had a specific date when they did. Did, well, I mean, did they did they did they continue selling it through the holiday season? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Okay, good. Because that was my one thing I was thinking about was I bought it back in August, and I was debating between doing it then or actually waiting until Christmas to get it. You know, kind of as a, a Christmas gift, and I would have killed myself. If it was already off the market by then. But um, so, but no, I I'm, I bought it in time. So good, good. Uh, but, for those oh, of you who don't, yeah. you might have to pay a pretty penny because. And you know, get it sooner than later because it's only going to increase in price, you know, as time passes. And eBay it's just your friend. that amazing and fantastic of a game. I love it. I'm still working on Metroid Prime Two. I uh-huh. t- I forgot about it and took a big break, but I need to get back to it. It's yeah, it's way fun on the Wii. It's way it awesome. Totally is. Um, but yeah, that, that's just sad, especially when you see games that are just like Ninja Reflex or Wii <laughs> Cheer or. Any of these these little games like Metroid Prime is all about quality. And well, is Ninja Ninja Reflex is not a Nintendo game, is it? No, it, it isn't. But still, well, like it, you know, it, the, yeah. So, in all fairness, to Nintendo, I mean, these are third party publishers that are pushing these other this this shovelware out. But right, I, I totally hear you though. Like you know, you're pulling Metroid Prime trilogy off the market, and you're leaving this junk on the shelf. Ugh. It it was. Arguably, you know, of course, like the orange box is up at that contender as well. But for like one of the best gaming deals, yeah. Period. Because those are just you know amazing games for the quality that you get for fifty dollars. Well, and and refactored for the Wii. I mean, exactly. They play in widescreen now, and you can use the Wii controls. I mean, what more do you want? That's perfect for those who missed the first two games. And little tweaks like you know Boost Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Boost Guardian. I have such memories of Boost Guardian. They are not he, fond ones, I'm sure. He he, gl- he uh he would glitch out the most on me. First yeah. time I played him, he like disappeared, and I oh, couldn't geez. finish the level. <laughs> I couldn't finish the fight. I was like, "What?" And then like the music was still going, and everything was still tense. And I'm in the dark, so I'm like losing health while waiting for him. Oh no! And yeah, that was pretty lame. <laughs> that's, that's that's brutal. <laughs> um, but yeah, to, to see that you know slowly go out of way and they actually stick to, you know, collector's edition, that's, that's a little sad. It is. I almost wish I would have bought, like, two or three more for the reason, like you said, to sell it later. <laughs> Profit. Excellent. I did that with uh, Zelda Master Quest, because I worked at Best Buy at the time Ooh. it came out. And so I, w- I went into the warehouse right as it arrived. So, you know, obviously no customers had, a, you know, a chance. 
and I, I bought like four copies and held on to them. And You've also done with that uh, with uh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Yeah. Those are like just some pretty rare games. Huh. And great games, to be honest. The magic of eBay. So recently, uh, you know, Netflix, a.k.a. Yes. Cowboy Elephant. Netflix um, <laughs> on the Wii. It is coming to the Wii. How exciting. Um, I think it's a great idea, personally. But They also recently announced that, it, you know, that was a couple weeks ago, that it was also coming to the PS3. But the thing with the, uh, the PS3 and Wii versions is that you'll need to get a disc from the Netflix yeah. people to put right. it into the console and then run that, as opposed to the 360, which it's just on the hard drive. You run it like any other program. Um, with the Wii, that's understandable because there's no storage. But PS3, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Why don't they install it on their hard drive? I think for the PS3, they said like they were going to come out with a patch later so that it mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. But just like for you know the... The you know technology and all that, right? <clears throat> I, mean, I I don't mind in, <clears throat> installing it from a disc, but run, having to run it from a disc would be a little annoying. But mm-hmm. but yeah, oh, well. it's it's it is a great appropriate move. Um, yeah, it's just is it too little too late? No, well here's the thing i I did a lot of research on this the past few days because I because I heard about it and I wanted to learn about it and see what people's reactions were to it. I think it's a very misunderstood move by Nintendo. Like, this isn't a move to, like, save Nintendo or to, like, you know, tremendously boost sales. Like, no one's going to go buy a Wii just for the Netflix functionality. Right. And one of the biggest complaints, which I absolutely hate, by the way, is they're like, well, Wii's not even HD, so no one will ever use this. I'm like, yeah, because every single person has an HD TV in their home. And what's funny is that in the, in the same article I was reading, the guy ripping on the Wii for not having HD, he cited a statistic that um, as of like just last year, 43% of, I guess, American households or whatever um, have an HDTV in it. And I'm that's like, not uh, even majority. That, that's less than 50%. That's still not even a majority. And that's... That's the first problem I have with it is, you know, not even everyone has HD. My second problem with it is the the, the Netflix thing is a – I don't know how to describe it. It's it's an added feature. It's something that you have a Wii. Well, now you have Netflix. You don't have to go buy another console to get Netflix. And for those who have HDTVs and, you you know, you watch your movies and all your glamour, the Wii is, is a great tool for, like, you know, in the kids' room, for example, like or that secondary TV, that that other TV that's not HD or whatever. Because right. that's very common. I mean, I have tons and tons of relatives and friends who, who do that, where they have the big, humongous, awesome HDTV in the main room, and then like up in the kids' room they have the small 22-inch you know, standard FTV. And to me, it addresses that issue nicely. You're not going to go stick an Xbox or a PS3 up there in the kids' room. I mean, right. unless they're teenagers, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking little, little kids. And so... Yes, it is a little late compared to the competitor, and it's not going to like you know sweep the market like oh people are going to buy Wii's for Netflix. But I think it has its place, and it's going to sell very well to Wii owners. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love Netflix. It's you know just the instant queue is great, even though like it's the selection isn't you know as tremendous like in terms of new releases and all that. But they have like so many things you can just watch instantly yeah. on your computer or any console. And you know the only downside is that like to really take advantage of Netflix $9 every month. Yep. I mean, but otherwise, you know, it's it's really worth it. And 
you know, it's it's good to see it coming to Nintendo. And you're you're absolutely right. It isn't you know a big sell- selling feature. Like I know Microsoft yeah. has definitely made a point to try to push you know Netflix. Like that was yeah. like a big feature for them to try to appeal <laughs> to the casual audience for the Xbox 360. Like have a movie night with Netflix on Xbox yeah. 360. With those weird commercials, do you remember like you know yeah. the girls like eating the the popcorn or whatever it was, and like the camera rotates around her head, and, like it the back of it is hollow and stuff's going on, and it's <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. I remember those. But no, you know the Wii's going to continue. You know the whole thing of you know they're going to do the casual gaming. They're going to try to make it accessible well, and, with the motion control. Another thing to keep in mind too is that. Uh, I mean, again, as far as the HD content is concerned, Netflix doesn't even offer that much HD content. And two, I've heard HD content is a royal pain to stream. The internet's not quite ready for HD. Unless you have a good connection, then it's, you know, not that bad. Yeah. I mean, some people have, I guess, if you can afford the Xbox and the HDTV, you can afford the good connection. So it's kind of self-fulfilling, I guess. But um, just in the sense of, at least in my experience, of trying to stream stuff, you know, I can stream standard def fantastically. Oh, yeah. I try to stream high def. I gotta let it buffer for a while. So, <laughs> um, but. but no, I, I've seen great things on Netflix. There've there have been nights where my uh, my roommates and I have you know knocked back some drinks and we're like, let's have a Netflix night. Let's find the worst movie that uh, we can find <laughs> on here in this instant queue, and we'll watch it. And we've seen movies like the eighteen year old virgin. Which is like the forty-year-old virgin with an eighteen-year-old girl. Oh my and gosh! And then um, some of you may know about a mega shark versus giant octopus. <laughs> one of the one of the most hilariously bad slash good uh, monster movies. It's like ever, so ever, bad ever. it's good. Kind of oh, bad. Oh yeah. There's like a scene that's like you you see like you know random gifs of it and. It's pretty classic, but, like, you know, people are, like, flying on an airplane, and, you know, there's, like, some thunder and lightning and, like, some turbulence, and the, the special effects are just, you know, bad of that. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, they're sitting there, and the guy's like, stands up, he's really worried, and the air waitress is, like, sit down, sit down, and he's, like, oh, okay, okay, I'm getting married in two days. And then it's just, like, okay, and like, he looks out the window, and he goes, holy shit, <laughs> like, I'm trying to censor myself for the podcast people. And there's this shark with mouth open, and it's huge, and it's coming for the plane. And just in bad special effects, it bites the plane and makes it explode. (laughs) Everyone's like, ah, screaming. And yeah, when a shark takes out a plane in midair, you know that (laughs) Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus is certainly something. And then we also saw one called Ping Pong Playa. P-L-A-Y-A. And uh, it's about a Chinese guy who really likes basketball and wants to be like the next Yao Ming, but his family is really uh, into ping pong with like teaching it and all that. It's just a bad movie with like bad stereotypes and it tries to be funny and it's not funny. Yeah. It's not even funny when you're drunk. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, man. That's... That's tragic. Yeah, I could make Netflix that movie in my is, backyard. Netflix is pretty cool. I do want to get it. I, I plan on getting Netflix after I graduate. I'm just too busy for it right now. But yeah. I love, yeah, I love the concept of Netflix. Mm-hmm. Nine bucks a month, unlimited movies. Woot! No late fees. We 
Speaking of which, we actually had a, a movie place here in town shut down because they went out of business. Oh, too much competition sad. from Redbox and Netflix. Um, but it made me sad, though, yeah, because they, they operate clean flicks movies, which is basically movies that are edited, which is good for me. I like edited movies, kind of like watching like a lot of the rated R ones just raw. But, <clears throat> yeah, they went out because too much competition from online and from Redbox. So hmm. Redbox is fantastic. I mean, $1.00 a vending machine you just go grab it watch it and then go slide it back you don't have to deal with uh people <laughs> that sounds kind of weird i'm antisocial. i like to deal with machines so so on the uh on the show me your news forums you know fans have been trying to go through all the episodes we have i mean this it's amazing like how many episodes we've had if this is episode 54 and 35 of them were all about super smash brothers brawl there's yep. a lot of things that we said, and to be honest, like it's amazing when you know people like have all these like trivia facts, like memorize of what we said. Because, and you can maybe even attest to this, Buzz. Like when you're on mm. the show, like and you just have like basically conversations, and you say stuff. You really don't remember what you say. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the stuff. I looked at the list in the forums, and I'm just like, uh. Who claimed that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, I said that? Dang it. <laughs> Man, I was stupid. But, uh, and, and it's just amazing when people are like, you said this, you said this, and it's like, really, you remember that because I don't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, people have been going through episodes and all these things, and it's amazing how many things were wrong. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of it was not our fault. I mean, like, there's this one from, like, the PandaCast, the fourth part of the PandaCast. Uh, you know, Super did this review of it, and you know some things like um, that. Like I think it was Onyx, Castform, Reggie Gigas, and Garchomp were assist trophies, as well as Rosalina. Like we had gotten that information from people who were reporting it at a demo. I think even in Japan, so it wasn't the most reliable source. But you know, we were just reporting it, and it's not our fault. But um. <laughs> Let's see, we also, I'm just going, like, they just have, like, these lists of things. And if you want to check it out, uh, it's currently at smyn.smashnexus.net slash forum. But it'll probably move, be moved in the near future. Yes, very near um, future. I plan on making that switch. It's very technical to make the switch. Uh, and that was the episode where we talked about the Mushroom Kingdom RTS. Or, yes. I, I wasn't there, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. Was, Hammer Bros Rush, the best strategy ever mm-hmm. anyway yeah <laughs> he, he didn't even put that in the list mushroom kingdom rts unknown <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if they're making one they, they might but yeah uh, let's see um but yeah things like um you know things that yeah we were just wrong because we were you know speculating and all that like in episode 30 with uh you know cyberlink 420 was the guest and he also did this this review um, you know, things that we said, like, you know, in Mushroomy Kingdom, which is the stage where they, uh, you know, remade basically like the World 1-1 of Super Mario Brothers, but like in a distant future kind of thing where it's all deserted. Uh, we said, yeah. you know, it'd be, it'd be really cool if you could grab the flag, you can go down the pipes and all that. And, um, you know, you, you can't really do that. We were hoping for like some Sonic or Metal Gear games and the Masterpieces. That one didn't happen. We were pushing big for Ridley to be in Smash for like the longest time. I think that'd probably be in like in several episodes, and it just didn't happen. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what did we even get right? 
<laughs> we got right everything that was on the dojo, and that was about it. Because <laughs> sure. those were official releases. But um, I'm just looking over these lists, and... Um, oh, here's another thing, maybe even uh, from episode 14, Master of Fossils did this review. Some things we got right, um, or I got right, because that was, that was just back in the round uh, run, the, 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 the rundown days where I wrote mm-hmm. everything. Um, characters are not unlocked by playing on separate difficulties in the Subspace Emissary, so you can play on whatever difficulty. Uh, but, you know, character intros were back in. There would be a mix of orchestrated and MIDI music. Um, <coughs> like episode 16, uh, said that Ryan Drummond would not voice Sonic, and he didn't. Um, that we Remote Sideways would just be too tedious, and it absolutely is. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's really interesting to go back and see like what we actually said and like how that actually panned out. It's a really cool project. Uh, hopefully we can... Um, if you guys want to make... like. A show me your news wiki uh, or something like that where it's just like a, a whole compilation of information like that would be really cool to add that'd to that would be awesome to see I think that would be like the ideal place for all this um, you know how accurate were we kind of thing is to just compile a wiki of it and like you know for each episode to go down it's a lot of work <laughs> and I appreciate those who are, are trying to go through that because I it's, it's weird as like a host you sometimes don't like the episodes that you do like you don't it's not common for you like to go back and listen to it because mm-hmm. it is kind of weird hearing yourself talk. I don't know. It is. It's very strange. Up until now. Uh, up until e- now. E- Gallardo 26 in the stick hand chat mentions up until now. That was like the most annoying thing about all the brawl hype. I- and I-, I think we did like a little, you know, top quotes thing. And like, that was like the number one quote that I think we picked was just up until now. I don't care that Ness made it into the game. Right. That- that statement was still grammatically incorrect, and I still stand by that. I think every Brawl fan would stand by it. Like, I do enjoy <laughs> playing Ness way more than Lucas. So like, I, but, like, like th- that's, that's what it means. Yes, like, I, I'll admit I was wrong about Ness, and that's a separate issue, but when you say, up until now, like, that means <laughs> he was there before, but now he's not. That's and, why we're reminiscing him for you. And even, you know... You know, when Panda, with his immense Japanese knowledge, saying Imamade is uh, until now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, that was the most frustrating thing I had ever seen in my life. I was like, you're kidding me. Ness is in. You're kidding me. Why? <laughs> Would you word it that way, Sakurai? Why? Yeah. I think you mean Ness is not in. I think he, if he wanted that effect, he should have just w- went all out and said, Ness is not in Brawl. Just kidding! Because yeah, if I remember like how he structured it, it was like, Ness is a character that up until now has been in Smash, and Lucas is pretty much the same. Yeah. It was just like, I think it was in What the, about uh, Luke... that does not say, Lucas is the new Ness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that crazy M-Dog. Oh. Making us look... Ass the high row. I hate <laughs> you. Great pronunciation. But, uh... I'm yeah, guys, make a, make a wiki, uh... There's some great highlights, and one of my favorite ones is after one year, everyone will be playing Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And Brawl makes Wi-Fi worthwhile. It's like, ah, no. Lies. <laughs> um, uh, another painful one, I don't, I don't know if it's in the list anywhere, but another painful issue was the uh, cover art. I swore that was fake. Oh, yeah. For two reasons. One, I thought, I think it looks terrible, and I still think it looks terrible. And two... 
Nintendo denied it. And why would they deny it? Why won't they just come out and say, yes, you got us, that's the real thing? Like, how did it get out there? That's what I don't know. How, how does this stuff get out there and stay anonymous? Huh. It's just bizarre. So many things about all the brawl hype. It's it's just incredible. Okay, it's the real art. <laughs> <laughs> like, ugh. But yeah, guys, definitely help us out. We need a, a wiki page, the compilation of all this show-me-your-news knowledge that we have spewed, and it probably was wrong. It, <laughs> that's the amazing, that's yeah. the amazing thing looking at all this. It's like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Oh, this is right. This is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. That's <laughs> why <laughs> oh. suddenly I don't feel so knowledgeable about Brawl anymore. I know. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we were like the ones to go to, and it's like, wow, look at all that. <laughs> Well, and I, I think to be fair, I, I still need to do my analysis. I just, I'm, I'm just still gonna go back and listen to a few and check some things because there were some things that were changed that uh, he didn't, that Sakurai did not deliver on that he promised. So I'll, I'll go dig through those, and if we get the wiki going, I'll, I'll contribute to that. I still think the coolest moment is when uh, we had the brawl viewpoint from Blizzard, and he, he talked right. about like the stage builder and how cool of an idea that would be, and then right. it happened. That was fantastic. I'm oh, still so proud of that moment, even though like I can't take full credit for it. What's well, sad is that it just didn't catch on like people hoped. That's true. You can't use them in online mode. You can't. You know, the 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 degree of detail you can put into levels is very low, and it's just a dead feature now. I remember even like answering questions like, "Do we think that you know, you know, custom stages will be you know." you know, possible for the competitive scene. And we're like, um, yeah, that'd be really cool if it would be, you know, to have the community come up with ideas. And, like, that's just not happening right now. It's, it's it not. It really isn't. There's not a single tournament out there that has a stage-built stage. Stage, <laughs> stage mm. builder stage at all. It's, yeah. It's tragic. I mean, because the, the thing about that particular feature, too, I mean, I hate to go back on tangents, go all the way back to the Brawl days, but... Um, just thinking about that particular feature, that would have made the game if they would have done it well. It's you know it would have never. I don't know. There's other issues with Brawl, but and, you know that in particular would have really brought new life into it if it was a really good editor. But it's just you just don't can't do anything with it, and it's very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we all had always hoped that you know maybe that we'd see some you know resurgence of items coming back, especially because you know the crates. Oh, uh, there'd be yeah. exploding ones, and then there'd be normal ones, and no, it's just the whole functionality of the random and Smash Balls too. Like we thought, Smash Balls would be good, and then like you have Landmasters and you have Sonic, <laughs> <laughs> Landmasters and Donkey Konga, or whatever it is, the musical. Oh gosh, yeah, the, the DK Bongo. <laughs> that's that's a weak one. I know, like I even remember, like we were just like, oh, this is terrible, and it's like, well, yeah, you do have to press A to the beat. But it's still terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, poor Donkey Kong. And Jigglypuff getting massive. <laughs> you remember the, you know, the CPU, oh, uh, no, just, I think what his name was CPU, and he used Rob, and then he, like, he beat Ken by just, like, abusing Rob's yeah. final smash. Sad, well, and, sad day. Again, it, it comes back, it's the same issue with items in general, it's that stupid smash ball, the fact that it just flies around on a whim and goes where it wants to, that that tournament with Ken in it, it's so funny, because that has the best videos that highlight how stupid items are. Yeah. 
Like my favorite is the one where Sheik is a uh, doing a flurry against Falco, and a Smash Ball appears in her flurry. Oh, and she so without any effort on her part at all, she gets a Smash Ball, breaks it, you shoots the arrow right into a Final Smash. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. It was the dumbest, and it was in tournament too. And, and it's funny because if you go to the forums during that time, you watch all the Shodokan people be like, "Yeah, see, that proves how legitimate they are. He he was in the right position, at the right time, and he he worked to his advantage. Like he did nothing. Play he was handed the a kill. damn game. <laughs> he was handed a kill on a silver platter. He did nothing to earn that. So, wow, good times." Very good times. And we we could go on for you know forever and ever about all the speculations we did, but that's why we need the fans' help. So yep. you know, yep. go to showmeyournews dot com, and hopefully we'll have the forums up and going by the time you know. You <laughs> hopefully, listen. we'll see. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, help out with the uh, the Wikia project. So yep. you have been working on your project Zero Two D for quite some time now, and it's. It must be incredibly difficult to build up a game engine from the ground up on your own. But you it's know, let's, for those of you, for those that don't understand, you know, or don't know yet, what is what is Zero Two D? What are you trying to accomplish with it? And uh, you know, how is it c- coming along? It's coming along very well, actually. Um, the The cool thing about what I'm working on right now is I'm also working as part of like. Uh, I don't want to call it a company, but a team. I'm part of a game development team, uh-huh. and we work on other projects that aren't related to Zero2D, but they use the same technologies as Zero2D. So even when I'm busy working on other stuff, I'm still technically working on Zero2D because I'll turn around and use what I learn and put it into this into the Zero2D code. So mm-hmm. like I'm I'm working on different things at once, and it's it's kind of a, a convoluted process. But as for Zero2D itself, it's coming along. It's I, I can't say much yet because there's stuff I'm trying to keep under wraps and there's, I'm still working on the technical details that no one's really interested in. Well, but, let's still just go from basics. Like, what is Zero 2D? Uh, Zero 2D is, it's, if you're familiar with Mugen or Mugen, I still can't pronounce that word, whatever it is. Mugen was an, uh, an engine that mimicked Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom and that kind of stuff and was there for... Um, you, you could play with any character, basically. You could doesn't matter who it was. You could do Spider-Man versus Mickey Mouse or Spider-Man versus Link or whatever. And you played a Marvel versus Capcom type fight with any character you want. You could plug in any character in any stage of the game. Zero 2D is that same concept, but Zero 2D is doing that with Smash Physics. Instead of having health bars and super combos and all that stuff, you have a floating stage with, you know, King of the Hill knocking each other off, percentage, damage, you know, increase, that kind of stuff. I'm basically doing the exact same thing. We're making it so anyone can plug in any character and play on any stage and just have fun with it. The, the major, the one big difference between, you know, the Zero 2D community and the Mutant community, though, is that in Zero 2D, we're going to attempt to have an official balanced roster. Like, we're not, like, yes, we will let people plug in whatever character they want for, you know, for the lols and for having fun and just playing online with friends, but um, as far as competitive balance, Zero 2D is also there to kind of address, you know, what we feel the shortcomings in Brawl are, kind of make it back into a competitive fighter and give it good online play in, that does not use friend codes. So yeah. and you're trying to make it, you know, for for all platforms, you know, Windows yep. and Mac, Windows, Mac, and Linux. And Linux, of course. Using OpenGL 
if you're familiar with that, you know, graphics library that works across all platforms. And yeah, it'll be good times if I ever get it done, but I am working on it. So, <laughs> how can people help out with this project, or can they even? Um, I have a site up, 02d.com. There's a forum there. And so, if you want to learn about it and start to get involved, that would be the place to go. Um, basically, if <laughs> my biggest need right now, and as and any game designer can attest to, I need art. If you can do sprites, that'd be fantastic. But you know, even if you can't do art, you know, come and discuss the project. Even if you don't have any particular artistic talent, just come and discuss. You know, Smash Balance. Come say, you know, I always hated in Smash how this would happen, or I hated this, or I like this. We need to bring that back, or you know, we discuss just Smash Balance in general because we want Zero Two D to be a really fast, you know, fluid fighter. Kind of, kind of take the best of brawl and melee and kind of make it one smash game so zero two d.com is the place to go if you have, you have to spell out zero yeah z-e-r-o number two letter d.com there you go so how far are you along with it like what are you at liberty to say that like you have you know accomplished or like is are there any like demos of it out or anything? um what I, I have a series going right now it's called the really stupid tech demo series rstd <laughs> <laughs> basically what it does is the reason it's called that is I demonstrate little pieces of the technology I'm working on that are either A, incredibly boring or B, just incredibly non-interactive like you just kind of watch something and it's just basically all it is is it's proof that I'm coding it's just proof that I'm working on stuff and you can see stuff coming along the, mo- the latest RSTD I posted was um, Sub-Zero animated in his fighter stance you know, just to kind of show that I can render him animated anywhere and the next step I'm working on will be having him be able to move around with the controller, you know. So the RSTD series kind of demonstrates that. But as actual playable demos, not yet. I'm still working on it. And do you want to announce my, albeit minor, involvement in it? Oh, yes. Yoko has been brought on board as an official voice actor, I guess. Voice, Yay! Voice actor. Yeah. But anyway, yes, announcer, person... Who says this game's winner is Young Link? Oh, sorry, he's not in the game. But <laughs> he's not. <laughs> plug. But yeah, um, I, I as soon as even... I pick the necessary lines, you'll be hearing a lot more of Yoko, mm-hmm. and possibly Panda. Panda wanted in too, but I don't know. He's pretty busy, so he is pretty busy. But I'll have to I'll have to contact him once we're at that appropriate step. Yeah, I'm sure he can take 15 minutes to say, you know, lines. <laughs> <laughs> game over. Game over. <laughs> game over. <laughs> Although, you know, Zoo JD, we're going to try and adopt our own unique style. I'm not sure what it is yet. You know, like, you suck! You're terrible at this game! Just quit now! You suck! <laughs> Epic fail! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. But yeah, that's it's going to be really exciting to see that come along. And I know you're, you're so passionate about it because you want to... Are you, are you still doing that for school, or...? You know, for uh, education purposes? Kind of. Um, I'm working on my senior project right now, and I'm trying to make it relate. Um, so far it is, and we'll see how it turns out. I want to be able to use my schooling... For, uh, ah, sorry, I get tripping over my words. In school, I need to do a senior project, and my senior project is focused on AI. So mm-hmm. if I succeed, I'll learn what I need to know about AI to make a good CPU opponent. Not that people will be playing a lot of CPU opponents in Zero Two D, but it'll still be nice to be there. Make a CPU that's actually worth training against or playing against. So yeah, 
that's uh, it's it's so exciting and you know show me news community please go help out zero two d it's or just join the forums and mm-hmm. get involved get mad hype as it were if you can do art join if you can code join if you can't do any of that and but you like smash join <laughs> basically join yeah it it is basically in a way smash four but more awesome and sooner than Smash 4 will be. Um, someone asked a good question. I'm looking at the stick cam. Shock McHogg asks, where do the names 02D come from? And I forgot to address that. It's a good question. Um, 02D is zero to death from Smash. That's the, the term we use to say when you know you, you, your opponent has a fresh life, they have zero damage, and you beat them up and you combo them and you KO them without taking any damage yourself. It's zero to death combo. So, zero two D is just kind of a a, a mock up of that term, and I'm hoping to implement that in the game. You know, where you, the game is balanced enough where you can execute zero to death combos if your po- opponent's really bad at di <laughs> or something. Yep. So let's see. We've got about we're about an hour into the show. So uh, let's we're gonna do some mail time. We got a few questions. Mail and time. Guys, mail time. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, fans have you know, been sending in some pretty good ones. These questions are pretty, pretty deep. Not going to lie. Um, I, I should have, you know, helped you, uh, you know, send these to you ahead of time, Buzz, but I was definitely pulled this together like a couple hours before the show. And so let's see. The first one here is from MopTop11, and he asks, What are some movies that you are looking forward to seeing in 2010? Can I answer? You can if you want. Yeah. Clash of the Titans! Clash of the Titans? Now, what's that about? Have you seen the original? Well, I guess you haven't if you just asked. <laughs> there's, there's an old movie called Clash of the Titans. It's Greek mythology. It's about um, Perseus. And it, in the first movie, they kind of, um, if you're familiar with Greek mythology, they kind of change some of the... the st- and all this stuff. You know, they, they kind of changed the stories. But anyway, um, it's a Greek mythology movie. It's about Perseus going around, becoming a warrior, slaying all these creatures. I loved it as a kid. They're doing a remake, a really awesome-looking remake this year. And I cannot wait, because Clash of the Titans is... I don't know. I grew up with it, and now this new remake just looks freaking epic with great special effects and great acting. And Yeah. Yeah, it just makes me think of that Smash tournament that Panda saved. <laughs> yeah. <C-O-T-4. laughs> um, are there any other ones that you're looking forward to? Uh, I don't even know what else is coming. Oh, Iron Man two. Iron Man two. Hmm. Definitely an important movie. I don't yeah. know what else is coming out this year though. Besides those two, that's Let's pretty much see. the only two I'm thinking. I got a yeah. list here of some of like the the more important ones. I got it on the uh, the outline I sent you if you want to click on it. But um, some interesting ones that are. Have you seen? You, if you saw Avatar, you probably saw the uh, the trailer for. DreamWorks is How to Train Your Dragon, and that uh-huh. looks we, that, that looks pretty cute. We just went to Avatar a couple days ago, and we didn't see that trailer. Oh, really? Doesn't it's, ring a bell. It's uh, you know, I was DreamWorks from the makers of you know Shrek and Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. and so it's like the whole you know 3D animated kind of thing. Um, it's about like I think you know Vikings and a, you know a young boy you know finds a dragon, and you know the Vikings are hunting the dragons, but. You know, he befriends the dragon and realizes, like, they shouldn't be. It looks it looks pretty cool. I mean, check out How to Train Your Dragon. Um, obviously, yeah, 
Iron Man 2 is going to be interesting. You've got, they've got that Robin Hood movie with um, who's directing it, Ridley Scott. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the new Robin Hood with uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I think Toy Story 3 is one I'm really looking forward to. Um, oh, yes. That'll be good. That'll but be good. I think the one... Oh, there's also you know Harry Potter at the end of the year, of course. Yeah. Deathly Hallows Part 1. You've also got uh, Narnia, Dawn Treader at the end of the year. They have, for those that really care, uh, you know, Twilight Eclipse at the end of June. Yeah, my wife will go see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but no, the one I'm I'm really, really excited for, and I I hope that you know they won't disappoint. But they've got a lot you know going for it that hopefully it should be good. The Last Airbender. Oh yeah, I remember. See, like I have the trailer the movie, for that. It's the movie of the summer that I will want to see. I'm and not. I I admit I'm a, not an Avatar fan of the TV show. Uh-huh. I never really got into it, but the movie looks pretty cool. I'm excited to see that. So. Apparently, you know, M. Night Shyamalan's seen every episode. He's got people working on the show, working with him to make sure that, it's that, accurate and all that. So That's the weird part. M. Night Shyamalan, he, I cannot imagine him making this kind of movie, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know, the, uh, the teaser looked pretty interesting. And one movie I'm not happy that they're making is Shrek Forever After. Yeah, Shrek Kill Forever. the franchise already, please. But it's it's free money, Yoko. They're going to make is. Shrek 5 and 6. It is. And 7, and 8, and 9, and 10. Land Before Time 25! It's just another one that, like, they're just making it to capitalize off of 3D. Like, that's all it is. Well, yeah. They're like, it's the last one in 3D. But if there was a button in front of you that said, push here to become rich, would you not push it? I would feel bad about myself, but I would <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're pushing the get rich button. Just it's just the way it is. While we're on a related uh, you know, movie tangent, let's let's talk about Avatar because it became the I wanna say third or fourth movie. I wanna say fourth movie maybe to gross one billion dollars worldwide. Yep. And it was the fastest movie to do so. Yep. And um what did you think of Avatar? I thought it was very... I can't think of a word. <laughs> it was a really good movie. I I liked it. Um, it was it had that whole adult Fern Gully theme, which is kind of silly, but... <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was totally a really good like movie. Fern Gully. I, I love the action, personally. I'm a sucker for just watching all the all the fights go down and watching all the, the big battles between the two armies. And... It was a good movie, and the story was really... I think they did a really good job of the story. It was very immersive, and you felt emotionally connected to everyone, so... Yeah. I, yeah I it mean, wasn't my favorite movie. Like, I don't think it's as good as the world's as it is, but, you know, it's still not still not a bad movie by any means, so... I'm actually going to partially disagree with you there. I mean, I would say that, yes, it was very visually pleasing. I think they did a great job handling the 3D, because, you know, so many movies that are doing 3D now, and Shrek, you could tell from the previews, going to be one of them, and even stuff like, My Bloody Valentine 3D, we're going <laughs> to do stuff that, you know, we're going to shoot, you know, things at you and make you jump and try to scare you and totally take advantage of the 3D effects for really cheesy purposes, and that's not what 3D is about. Yeah. 3D is to try to, you know, create a greater sense of immersion to 
you know, highlight the sense of depth in the shots, and that's exactly what Avatar did. And, mm-hmm. you know, there were moments where, like, you know, the, the spinning flowers that were glowing, and, like, they tried, you know, slowly came out of the screen and all that. Like, that was an appropriate way to handle 3D. So, yeah, it looked great. And for, like, a pretty much entirely digital movie, in a sense, with, like, so many mm-hmm. motion capture things, like, they did a, a great job handling it. Mm-hmm. But I did not enjoy moments of the story at all. Oh, and really? <laughs> if you've seen, um, you know, the fail blog, if you go like Google fail blog avatar Pocahontas, there is an image where, you know, someone has typed up a, a brief summary of Disney's Pocahontas. And let me, let me read this for you quickly. Disney's Pocahontas. In 1607, a ship carrying John Smith arrives in the lush New World of North America. The settlers are mining for gold under supervision of Gov- Governor Ratcliffe. John Smith begins exploring the new territory and encounters Pocahontas. Initially, she is distrustful of him, but a message from the grandmother Willow overcomes her, helps her overcome her trepidation. The two become spending, uh, begin spending time together. Pocahontas helps John understand that all life is valuable and how all nature is connected in the circle of life. Furthermore, she teaches him how to hunt, grow crops, and of her culture. We learn that her father is Chief Powhatan, and that she is set to be married to Kokum, a great warrior, but a serious man whom Pocahontas does not desire. Over time, John and Pocahontas find they have a love for each other. Back at the settlement, the men who, have, who believe the natives are savages plan to attack the natives for their gold. Kokum tries to kill John out of jealousy, but he is later killed by the settlers. As the settlers prepare to attack, John is blamed by the Indians and is sentenced to death. Just before they kill him, the settlers arrive. Chief Powhatan is nearly killed, and John sustains injuries from Governor Ratcliffe, who is then brought to justice. Pocahontas risks her life to save John. John and Pocahontas finally have each other, and uh, the two resolve their differences. Does that seem a little familiar, in a way? <laughs> this image that's on Fail Blog, they have you know, different parts of that thing that I just read crossed off, and basically replaced it with Avatar plot points. <laughs> it's it's rather shocking. I I think it started to take a turn for the worse when I realized that they were going after unobtainium, which is quite possibly one of like the worst, you know, mineral names that you could like come up with. <laughs> unobtainium. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, it it was just a, it was a really cool engaging story, but like when you look back at it back on it, you're just like, "Huh." That was weird. That was cliche. <laughs> I just like the characters. Yeah. I like the military girl who switches sides. I do too. Can't remember, <laughs> can't remember her name, but <laughs> Trudy, I think her name was something. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she was something. She was, she was played by uh, Michelle Rodriguez, who has done some voice acting dubbing work for anime. Oh, and nice! It's interesting to see that you know she made a, a transition to an actual acting role. And yeah. she pulled it off really well. Yeah, um, she was my favorite character. Yeah, <laughs> um, best one. But uh, A- Avatar, yeah, it's he's apparently wanting to make a remake, and for all the money, you know, can you blame him? They did set it up at the end. I'm not going to spoil it, but I think it just should be one of, the, one of those one and done movies. But then again, it's money, and there you go. <laughs> the get rich quick button. Exactly. Can't you can't avoid it. <laughs> Second mail time question. Psycho Wing X9 asks Oh, wait, actually. Oh. Um sorry to back up just one second. Yeah. 
Um, I actually thought you were going to mention that uh, alongside Avatar making a billion, Modern Warfare 2 also broke a billion oh, at the true. same time. That's true. That's a good point. Which was an interesting irony because most people don't take video games as a serious industry. And then we have a game that broke a billion. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy cow. That's very rare in the video game industry. With the exception of World of Warcraft, which makes like a billion every year. <laughs> a billion and a billion and a billion and a billion. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought I'd point that out because I thought that was really cool that they kind of happened right around the same time. Very yeah, legendary. I, I think even on Kotaku there's like an image of, you know, trying to compare the two like and how it breaks down with, you know, how much it took to make and, you know, um, the advertising and all that and just uh-huh. the overall profit, I think, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, that, that's a fair point. Thank you for bringing that up. Anyway, Recession my butt. Everyone spends money. <laughs> anyway, go on. Cycling uh, X9 asks, "What would you say is or are your greatest video game achievement or achievements?" That's a deep question. A greatest video game achievement, or like uh, maybe um, like your proudest moment in video purchasing gaming. Purchasing Borderlands was my greatest achievement. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think on the uh, on the YouTube.com slash Show Me Your News when I went through. Um, you know, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, which is coming out on March 14th with the Poke Walker accessory from Japan. So excited! Anyway, you have to play Pokemon. You really do. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> um, I got a lot of things I gotta play. I'll be the, 60 by the time I catch up. Yeah. The uh, the video where um, let's see, the video where I face Morty and he has like a really really good Gengar. And it's just, you know, wrecking me all over the place. And I pull out a Pidgeotto, and I stall for, like, seven minutes using, uh, you know, sand attacks and, um, you know, gust. Because it's a weird... Let me try to explain this to you, Buzz. So Gengar is a ghost type, and, you know, ghost types are not affected by normal moves. So... Mm. Pidgeotto is a normal and flying type, like a bird, and it has a flying attack by the time, like, you know, you face this uh, boss, in a sense. Gust, which is a flying move, which does do damage, albeit not a lot, Mm -hmm. but it does some damage. Ghost attacks don't do anything against normal types. So it had, like, all these, you know, really great ghost types, like uh, a move called Shadow Ball, which just... It wrecks things pretty much, and <laughs> it, it just didn't do anything against Pidgeot. It does no damage, and so I just spent like all this time whittling down. And then like it would use some you know health like regain thing. You know the the trainer would give it like a potion or something, and then I'd whittle it down slowly. And it took me so long, but it was it was such a success to be like yes, I won by the most extreme measures. <laughs> It's nice. it's something to see if you know you're a Poke fan. Go to you that video. You are a camping winch. <laughs> um, do you have an idea of what you know, like any moment, or is it really just? No, oh, yeah, I do. Out? I was I was just um, joking uh, before. <laughs> um, um, I think my greatest accomplishment is well, a package a few together, but I've won Smash tournaments before. Um, you know, I started small and went to local events around in Idaho where I live, but I started traveling, getting around, and I've taken first before. And that's that's my greatest accomplishment because, you know, going to go up against other real players, you know, making it through the brackets and have to get to the end and 
hold out all the way through to the end, and it's a very, very draining process to have to compete all day. But I, I miss match tournaments a lot, and I think taking first in several melee events are my greatest accomplishments because it yeah. actually involved, you know, facing real players, not just beating um, <laughs> random locals, random local yokels and CPU opponents. Did you say random but, local yokels? <laughs> local <Maybe>. yokels. <laughs> Interesting. Dang yeah. Skippy. Uh, it, dang Skippy. <laughs> it's, it's not often that you know you can say that you got first at a like a legit mm-hmm. Smash tournament. So that is that is definitely something to to say. That's that's pretty cool. Um, there was you know a quick question that uh, I think it was Major Moses. Yeah, Major Moses asked. It's related to like you know the YouTube little tangent I had. Um, if we've seen the one YouTube video that bashes Samurai Panda, our very own Samurai Panda, as a Nintendo hater, <laughs> have you seen that video? I haven't, no. Um, let's see, try searching on Google, I effing, you know, I'm trying to you know, be cautious for little kids, I effing hate Samurai Panda. And, uh, it's, yeah, the guy Neon Togekiss, no, I'm sorry, the one that says uh, Super Sprider Otekis, channel yeah he has a video his latest video is called you'll have to link me to it that's that's crazy yeah, I've never I, heard I of that hate Samurai Panda. It's, it's a you know crappy you know Windows Movie Maker text based he doesn't even do his own rant at all huh. but uh here I'll send you that link now and I'll send it to people in Stickham please fans of the show if you're listening go check this out and you can flame the video hard if you want to because if you know Show Me News, this guy is kind of talking out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. As many people do. And As many non-competitive people do, I'd say. But Yeah, it, it was... Casual ne- fags. Yeah, it was right. Neon Togekiss, but like he used like an alternate you know, YouTube channel, Super Sprider Oteki, to, to post the video because he didn't want to risk his other channel. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Suffer the flames. I don't know. I'm a fan of this this first comment from Omniswell, who is a guy who you know came over to our super awesome apartment. You know, a lot of times we had like Smash Fest and all that. So he said stuff like, "Samurai Panda is a faggot. I hate that guy too. He is a homosexual and fails at everything he does badly. I hate him, and I think he needs to go eat lame dick. He is off at life and blows ass at Smash Panda. F you." See you tomorrow, okay, Heart Omni. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. That's even like, you know, a comment that like agrees with the video is just like, yeah, this video fails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It's, it's an entertaining video. What can I say? The guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I'll be um, sure to bookmark it. That looks awesome. Anyway, that was a random tangent. Last, uh, last mail time question that we have here. Um, many video games... Oh, it's from Master of Fossils, I should say. Many video games have certain lines that are either truly inspiring or just downright funny. Personally, I don't think anything could beat I. I shall consume. Consume. Consume everything! <laughs> Which is uh, from the moon in Majora's Mask. Uh, but tell me, what are your all-time favorite video game quotes? You'll have to go first. I have to think about this for a second. It is, it's a, a really question. tough... I mean, you can even, like, you know, Google, like, you know, favorite video game quotes. I think, you know, several 
Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Okay, yeah. Sugar just reminded me of my favorite quote. Okay. <laughs> it's actually from Borderlands. <laughs> uh, I can't mimic it very well, but there's these burning psychos, okay. and then literally they're guys that are on fire because they're trying to be extra scary, and they wear skull masks. And it's so funny because they're trying to be like all scary, but they sound like a high school dropout who joined a gang. It's really <laughs> funny. They say stuff like, open the wound, pour salt on the wound, <laughs> like running at you and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, and like, time to fly. And like, oh, you just got to see them. They're really, really funny. But they just, they say these dumb, dumb lines that are supposed to be like scary and intimidating, but you're just like, uh, what? But yeah, he's like, open the wound, pour salt on the wound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And there are also just like a lot of, you know, classic quotes like, you know, Psycho Wings bringing up the last Metroid is in captivity, the galaxy is at peace. You've got, you know, our princess is another castle. You've got war, war never changes. You have, you know, all your base are belong to us. There yeah. are just a lot of classic video game quotes. And I I'm gonna I thought about this for a while. And I'm gonna go with one that is one of my favorite from uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. It's not even, like, a memorable one. It's just, I found it to be, you know, just, you have to think about it, and it's it's mm-hmm. impressive. Um, it's in the last scene. I'm not going to describe what happens for spoilers' sake. But it says, Everything starts from zero, and as long as zero remains, it can be... Uh, yeah, excuse me, I'm tired, and it's... I had a long night. Anyway, I'm going to start over. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Go. Everything starts from zero. And as long as zero remains, it can become 100. And that is why I'm taking it upon myself to revert zero back to nothing. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, damn, that's, that's deep. It is, it is kind of deep in a weird sense. But I see, I see what it's saying. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Because zero is a character. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a play on words. But that's, those are the best kind. Mm-hmm. And then you, you got things like the cake is a lie. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That is Portal. a good one. Um, the cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. It's funny because like, it, it, you have to like play the game and you have to go to the right places to get that quote because that quote is written on the walls. And yeah. have you played have you played Portal before? You, uh, you I've, the I've seen my brother run through it, and yeah, oh, I did okay. see the part where yeah, like, it is scrawled. I thought that was wall. interesting. Is my first time playing through? I didn't see that quote. And so I didn't get it at first, but um, yeah, midway through the game, you have to, you know, go through one of the cracks in the walls, and you're behind, you're outside the facility technically, and it's all scratching the walls because somebody else was back there writing it up. But the cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. I mean, a lot of the ones that you know people choose as like one of the top ones is from Bioshock, and I want to say because it's apparently pretty, pretty spoilerish. But if you know the the one from uh, Bioshock, that's what a lot of people pick as their top ones. Let's see some of these lists here. Um, you've got, you know... Finish him! Which is... Yeah. <laughs> classic. Um, Double flawless. Yeah. It's a me, Fate Mario. It's, here's a good one from Legend of Zelda. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. That's a good one. And I, I was considering even, like, having a I Am Error be one of my favorites from Zelda yeah. 2. Because that's... Zelda 2. That's classic. <laughs> Uh, Cyberlink 420 in the Stickham chat had uh, mentioned I Fell Asleep from Metal Gear, the first guard who says that. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones. Yeah. 
video game quotes are like one of those ones that you like you don't really think about, but like there are just a lot of ones that are are pretty impressive. Well, and I and I know I'm gonna go away from this podcast and go play one of my games. Like, dang it, that's the one I wanted to share. <laughs> like, I I can't think of them very well on the fly, but there's a lot of good ones. Another good one would be uh, if any of you played Monkey Island. Um, you come to this uh, this clearing with this gigantic monkey head. It's an entrance to a palace, but it's a big monkey head. And you, your guy looks at it. He's like, "That's the second biggest monkey head I've ever seen." <laughs> it's like what? But yeah, there's a lot. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta think of what other games I play and what quotes come from them. And I'm sure, like you know, G-Man from you know Half Life Two has some other great quotes as well. Like they're just those games that are well written and so they have like these these golden lines. So Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's probably you're gonna probably think of ones that'd be like, nope, that's my favorite, but you know, when you do a live show, you know, what can you say? Yeah. I'm just uh, not that good on my I I'm not a very fast thinker. Aw <laughs> <I'm, laughs> she's trying to talk. Yeah, she's a she's looking in the she has a mirror in her crib. And she likes to look at herself and, like, talk to herself. Aw. That's awesome. She's lonely. <laughs> so, yeah, we're coming up on an hour and a half, and that's it's about a good time to stop. So, really want to oh. thank you, Buzz, for uh, joining us on Show Me News episode 54. It was great to have you back, and we'll be sure to have you back. People love having you on. You're so insightful. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm still bitter at you for not having me on last episode for the top 24. 20- five games but yeah, i'll forgive you what can I, say? I think that was something we kind of planned on like last minute <laughs> yeah i know it's just i'm just kidding no, no it's yeah. great to be back and i love the community so when we i'm leave... the number one fan and no one can no one can beat me in that uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we need deep you know video game <laughs> yeah. thoughts we'll go to you and guys you know go to zero z-e-r-o um number two letter d dot com and go help out the zero 2d project uh help out the wikia project we're going to be soon starting up on the forums and hopefully we'll be making a show me news wikia so we have all this compilation of random knowledge we've spewed or you know lack thereof knowledge that we've spewed and uh anything else show me your news dot com slash podcast we got a new domain and we're going to be moving everything over soon we're getting more legit, y'all, and we're back on iTunes, but you've probably been hearing this episode on iTunes, so go, just one more time, go go search Show Me Your News on iTunes and write a review for us so we look that more amazing. I'll get um, iTunes just to do that. There you go. And um, so with that, I am Yoko. I am the Buzzsaw. And we are out for episode 54. Go by Borderlands! <laughs> Uh, Super just pointed out another good quote that, like, it's yeah, you know, one of those ones you're like, ah, and you won't get it, but <laughs> because it's it's from Pokemon. But yeah. uh, when, like one of the first, you know, 
routes and like you have a kind of counter trainer it's just they say something like really random like random blip before you battle yeah. them this one guy's like i like shorts they're comfortable and easy to wear uh, oh and i i knew it i knew it the podcast would end and i'd think of more quotes yeah i fight for my friends <laughs> i fight for my friends that's probably the best quote of gaming for for me anyway you'll get no sympathy from me you'll get no sympathy prepare yourself like <laughs> Ike is just a walking quote bag. You're up in. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, Super. That, that is a good one. I like that one. Just like, also, Yo, Champ and Making. That's another good Pokemon one. Yeah, Falcon Punch. That's probably another good quote. If, it's, if it can be called a quote. Yeah. But Falcon Punch. Show me your moves. Come on. You're too slow. 